You are listening to Out the Box with Petey Popoff. No subject is off limits. Contains some adult content. Parental discretion is advised. Out the Box. box. Covering a variety of topics. Music. Sports. Entertainment. Politics. Investments. And whatever else is on his mind. Out the Box. With Petey Popoff. And Earwax Production. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Petey, to the pop off in here with my guy, D-Hits, on this dope-ass earwax production, Out the Box. It's the podcast, y'all. Yo, Hits, what up, man? How you doing today? What up, what up? Just getting ready to get into this, man. Out the Box is how we do. Hell yeah. Shout out, MBI Media Network. Thank you for putting this shit together. You know how you guys do. We love you. We'll keep it moving right now. So, like we told you guys, we're going to talk about a lot of shit on this podcast. This is episode number two, which I'm pretty sure the shit is numbered. You know, I mean, you guys probably already saw that shit, you know, but, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm keeping record. Damn it. So when <laughs> we get to episode a thousand, you know, we can, you know, have a party or some shit or, you know, do something wild or something like that. We should set little milestones like that. What do you think? Little milestones for uh, certain episode numbers? Maybe by a thousand, we can give away a, a Dogecoin cruise, send somebody to an island somewhere with some Doge. Well, shit, they'll, they'll have to go with us. They ain't just going. Nah, they, I mean, they can come with us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this shit, they ain't just going. Fuck that. <laughs> so, I, mean, I always say, you know, so, so seeing as this is episode number two, and we kind of touched on a lot of music stuff last time we went through my background. Give the people some of your background real quick, but just kind of the high points of what PD Popoff consists of, you know, what, what your likes are as far as sports and art and, oh, and all the different things. That way they'll know like, oh, he's into this and he's into this. And, and oh, oh, wow. He, oh, he, he touched on that subject too. That's deep. That's deep. Um, dude, you know what I tell everybody? Like if you just listen, like if they listen to my music, like that's where I'm going to get like more of a, I guess I get more of my aggression out. That's what, you know what I mean? That's uh, so that, that would be that side of me. But the, on the other side, man, on the flip side of that, man, like, I'm a fucking nerd, yo. Like, <laughs> I tell people that shit, no problem. Like, I'm a nerd. I just happen to like hood shit, too. Um, like, so when it comes to, like, my likes, what I really like, man, I'm really into actually studying. I study, like, politics, religion. History is, like, my shit. Like, I love history. And I know a lot of people hate history. But for me, history will tell you exactly how you got to where you are right now. Absolutely. You have to know your history to know where you're going. Right. If you understand how the fuck you got where you're at, then you can, you know, navigate which way you want to go in the future. You know what I'm saying? Because look, looking back, I was like, okay, I just came from all this shit. But, you know, so like history is like really my joint. Um, of course, I'm into investing science. I, I, I love learning, man. That's that's my, my jam. Um, I like to, you know, the music is is me. Um, all day long, every day. Like, that's my passion. That's like, if I could just do anything and just sit there and do that all day, I would probably make music. And in between, I'm going to get back to studying the things I said, I, you know, I like to study. Um, I'm a family man. That's always first and foremost in my mind. Pretty much with everything I do is the family, making sure I keep things right at home. Happy wife, happy life, that kind of thing. But yeah, man, like, I think I'm, I think I'm a simple dude, but I'm, you know, complex in certain ways. You know, but I think that's everybody, though. Hits, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I just asked because I, I wanted the people, whoever's listening, to, you know, if they, in case they had, they had a question, they want to drop comments or, 
you know, when, you know, once we start getting people on the line that, you know, they might want, you know, somebody might, somebody might call for some love advice oh, or well, yeah, crypto yeah, advice or, or they don't know how to get the blunt to stick, you know, they're, it keeps falling apart, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll help you out. <laughs> yo, yo, I'm your guy for that. Yeah, I'm Twistomatic. Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I'm breaking something down right now. And <laughs> yo, that's how we left off on the last episode, man. We was about to really start talking about some some chronic and shit. But yo, like people, I, I will say this about myself is I'm super regular. I don't think I'm better than nobody. I think I'm better than certain situations. So if people find themselves in those situations that I think I'm better than, then it might they might perceive it as that I think I'm better than them. No, I'm just better than that situation. Um, but you know, like I'm, I'm super regular, man. I'm super regular. That's what I tell everybody. Like, so don't be, don't be scared to approach. Leave comments. Um, if you disrespectful, I'll be disrespectful. Uh, if you cool, I'll be cool. That type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, real shit. But um, yeah. But hits. But we 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 absolutely respect differing opinions as well. Oh you know? yeah. I mean, it, even if you come from from. A, a big old wokeness factor and you want to come as as leftists and, and liberal as you want. If you have some good points or if you're going to make a comment and and be literate about it, you know, and, and, and come with some intelligence, man, I'll respect you all day. I might not agree with you, but I'll respect definitely, you. Definitely. Definitely. I'm all I'm always open for open dialogue. Like if you want to like, yeah, if you because because different like I like to have people of different perspectives um, pose questions to me simply because it may be some shit I never thought it of. It makes you think out the box. And that's exactly why we named this podcast Out the Box. So yeah, y'all come with all the questions you got, man. I mean, even if it's just like you just want to know what my opinion is on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we got, like I'm telling y'all, we talk about all kinds of shit and we always say like, yo, this is podcast material. Like, we're going to have to go back to some of these messages and, and look up <laughs> some of this shit. That we be talking about. We've said that numerous times, man. We get heated over politics or or some sport, something happened, or just some, you know, somebody get knocked the fuck out yeah, in, in UFC. UFC. We're like, oh, big UFC fans. You see that knee to the to the dome, boom. Yo, but the the what, okay, we just had UFC two sixty two, and again, yo, I want to say that all of this shit we talking about, we are not getting paid to talk about none of this shit, okay? But if somebody would like to pay us. Yeah. Yes. To talk about yes. some of this shit. <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll definitely accept the check. Like, send it. We'll tell you where to send it, you know, how to address it, all that shit. NBI Media Network, just hit them up. Um, but yeah, but like, you, I know you saw it with, so we're on 262, so 261. Usman. Right? With, yeah. uh, Us Usman and Maz Vidal was the main event. It, yo, that whole uh. card. Oh my God. <laughs> and to see Thug Rose. Knockout, Whaley was oh, yeah. that shit was epic. Uh huh. Because I got mad love for Whaley. I got mad love for Thug Rose. So I was like super neutral. You know what I'm saying? I was super. I was gonna be happy with whoever won on that. You one, knew it was gonna be a good fight. That's right. that's just. It's hard to pick sides. But man, Thug Rose. I I kind of I'm I kind of leaned her way just because I saw everything she went through. Uh, you know, uh, through the fight with uh Joanna Jinjay Check. I saw you know that fight. How she got the belt then. Then I saw how she came back the next fight, got slammed on her head and knocked the fuck out. And that, yo, that shit shook her up. I ain't gonna lie, that shit shook her when she got, but I mean, that's, you know, human nature. That that fight was epic. 
freaking um, get well soon, Chris Weidman. I mean, fucking first kick and you break your leg, man. Golly, bro. I couldn't even. I couldn't even watch replays. I was just like, I, that was the only way. That was the only way I could see what happened. <laughs> I, yo, I, yo, I would. Yo, that was like one of them things where it's like, yo, I'm gonna go take a piss real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it's in between. I know they're gonna come out. Probably throw a couple little jabs in the first couple seconds. Whatever, whatever. I got, I got time before you know action pop off like that. I came back out of the bathroom and like, dude, the shit is. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what happened? And then so you know, it goes down in one of the most all-time most gruesome sports injuries. You got, you know, Joe Theismann on that level. Yes, Anderson Silva. Yeah, it's it's one of those moments. If you have not seen and you can stomach some kind of gruesome, you know, little something, little injury like that, then by all means, go ahead and watch it because you're going to get your money's worth. Yeah, man. It Yo, and then that knockout. The knockout was crazy. Uh, fucking like, ooh, yo, Uzman time that really nice. Really nice. It was like that was the, probably the cleanest knockout I've ever seen. Who can stop him, man? Damn, who can stop? That's him? a good question, especially in that division, man. Like, I think he's gonna catch and surpass GSP. Right, right now he's he's the Usain Bolt of of UFC. You know, yes, there's just at that point when Bolt was on top of his game, just like there's no way anybody's gonna be able to beat this man. There's no way any. How could anybody physically beat this man? Yeah, it was like why even race. Like, we know the outcome. You know what I'm saying? And it's more entertaining to just watch him. So you might as well just stand on the sidelines and enjoy it because you're not going to catch him. Yo, especially at that time, like when Usain Bolt was on top and that meme they had with Ellen on his back. (laughs) That was crazy because, I mean, it was like that serious. It was like, yo, he probably could have still beat y'all with her (laughs) carrying somebody on his back as, 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 as bad as he was doing, as bad as he was doing them cats then. I'm the boss with P.T. Popoff. Oh, and I ain't tell you, man. Um, So... Everything dried. I trimmed it up real nice, and it is uh, curing. Now, I ain't going to lie. I took a little bit out <laughs> so that I could- uh, Well, you got to sample. You know, sample my work. Yes, of course. And that's what we're going to get into. And for those of y'all that don't know what I'm talking about, like we said, because I, you know, I was a couple of times I, I almost segued into what we were going to be talking about and discussing on this episode, but you know, we get caught up, and that happens all the time. We're going to do that several more times. What I'm talking about is the marijuana. That's what we said we was going to talk about on this episode in the last episode. So what uh, I have here in my little mason jar here is some Skittles with a Z spelled with a Z ends with a Z for all of my other herbalist out there. I'm pretty sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, these are from an, uh, well, these buds here, but that's, that's what I mean when I say these I'm talking about the buds are from an auto flower. Uh, and I'm not shouting out, um, where I got them from. I'm just not. Cause like I said, we're not getting paid to shout out none of this shit. The shit we talk about freely, like when I consciously think of like, yo, I'm not shouting them out. Nothing bad. I'm just not shouting them out. Um, and plus fuck y'all. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Like, I'm not taking, I don't want you to know where I got it. No, no, no. But I'm not, no, nah, but seriously, <laughs> we might edit that out. No, <laughs> no, no, but seriously, though, like, yo, like, I'm, but see, I'm old school. I just don't be telling everybody everything. So it's like, that's where the podcast thing is hard for me because it's like, I got to draw a line somewhere. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, some shit is just like, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to tell you that. Not that I won't say it. I just don't want to tell you that. I'll say whatever I want. Certain things I just won't tell you. I use my discretion. Uh, which is a good thing. Everybody should use some discretion. But again, 
into what we're talking about. This skittle strain uh, is an auto plant. Uh, this one took me 10 weeks and it took me 10 weeks because this was my first official grow and I fucked it up. <laughs> well, man, you I mean, you must have done something right because you got I mean, you got something curious. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like it just died and, and you didn't make it. It smells too. great. Well, that's good. That's, that's a plus. What does, it smell, what does it smell like? Does it smell like Skittles? At least, I mean, maybe when it's done curing all the way. Sometimes, sometimes when they describe the flavors, it's when you actually smoke it and taste it. I mean, you can definitely smell the fruity elements of it. I want to say more lemon. Uh, it's got more of a got a nice kind of little punch smell to it. But yeah, this is I mean, it's definitely fruity. Definitely smells fruity. Isn't that amazing? The 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 variety of smoke, even in just I would say the last 10 years, but I mean, I'm I'm an old school smoker. I started smoking back in the mid-80s. Every once in a while you were blessed with some some skunk or something right, right. really nice, you know, but it was most of the time it, it was something skunky that would be something special. But the, I mean, for the most part, it was just, you know, regular old Mexican dirt weed. And you were thankful that, that somebody smuggled it over the border. Right. Exactly. And see, that's pretty much how it was for me when I uh, first started uh, experimenting with the flower. It's probably like 14, 15 Something like that. And disclaimer, I started smoking before I met my dudes. Okay. So look, I was already doing my thing. We just happened to enjoy the same thing. All right. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> wow. <coughs> Yo. <laughs> See, that's what man, people need to understand when when you grow it it's it's the the passion the care that you that you take of, of putting into your own herb is something special you know there's just just no there's no way to replace it you know what man i look at i, I pick up this jar i've been picking this jar up like for the past two days looking at it like man i fucking grew this you know where it came from you know there's no pesticides involved What's in you know it? it's yes. organic you know all it's nice organic clean it didn't come over in, in you know in a, in some Mexicans backpack all sweaty and dusty and full of cactus and who knows what else you know. <laughs> and that hit I just took it was it made it that much more of a fulfilling experience like yo this shit is sticky man but yeah that is dude wow I mean, hold on let me hit this again so I can make sure that wasn't a fluke and see me personally I've got some Gorilla Glue curing, real nice. Came out with some nice buds. This recent harvest. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me big you up before you start telling them what what all you got. Like, yo, my man hits is a fucking botanist. Okay, I mean, I'm just gonna say it like that, y'all. Fuck what you heard. I'm giving I'm giving him that that title right now. Yo, hits be growing some shit. Um, so before he tell y'all what y'all growing, let me let me just say that he um. First of all, he put me on, on, you know, where to get my beans from. Number one, that was number one, safe, secure, all of that. No problems. Everything was easy peasy, smooth sailing. Boom. So that's number one. He already knew he was, he, so, so he's experienced in what he's about to tell y'all. That's why I'm, that's why I'm prefacing everything that you're about to say. Cause I know you're going to go in. Cause this is, this is hits topic, y'all. And I'm just going to leave, leave, leave him to, to, to mesmerize y'all. Um, so now, now I know I say I didn't get, really get that much, but that was all me. Okay, I want to I want to make that disclaimer as well. I was using three and a half gallon 
bags, you know, to hold my grow medium, which did not allow my roots enough room to expand to their fullest potential, which therefore reduced my amount of yield, which I rectified that problem on another thing that I got going. But, yo, I'm just giving y'all this like, but yo, this shit, obviously the shit that, yo, he helped me produce is smoking, so... Just want to put that out there. Yeah, see, so when when PD says he fucked up, he didn't. I mean, like he was successful, so don't get it twisted. <laughs> I mean, like he he saw it all the way all the way through the end. He had a successful harvest. It's just he wants to do better second time around. And I think you know, just like anything, when you're trying, yeah, right. you know, it's it you, was details. You, you learn how to play the game the first time. The next time around, you're like, oh, okay, I got this down. I'm about to go through the legs, little spin move, right. and hit you with the fade fade away. Exactly, exactly, and that's. Definitely, he got me through the process for sure. And so now I know I can, you know, keep, you know, using the knowledge you've given me, plus a little bit more, more that I'm going to need from you to keep expanding my game. And I'm pretty sure my future grows will be infinitely that much more successful. But please do continue and let them know uh, what strains you have in the oven at the moment. Yeah, well, for right now, I'm puffing on some, some uh, Gorilla Glue that came out really, really nice. And... For their fortune, I'm I'm not gonna shout out the name either because I, I don't really want to talk negative about them. But these recent seed orders that I got out of ten seeds that was supposed to be all Gorilla Glue, I would say probably six of them were, and four of them were on something else. Forty percent. That's not good. Yeah, so, and there, I mean, I could easily show you the buds, and I sh- I showed him the PDM. I'm like, look, I sent him a picture. Yeah. I'm like, these are not the same strains. I mean, I've been yeah, <laughs> I've been doing this a minute, not. so I, you can't tell me they're the same strains. <laughs> so, so they got their seeds mixed up in there. At least they were both auto strains, which is what we're into right now. Is just doing some auto strains for the ease and for the just just to really test them out because people be. Sleeping on some auto strains. I mean, photo yeah. periods are, you know, they're they're so powerful and they're so nice to do, but it's just so much easier, more convenient to to grow an auto flower and it, it takes some of the guesswork out that if you're a new grower or you're you've been growing for a while, but you just you're busy or you don't have as much time to dedicate to to your grow, man. Go with auto flowers. Just do it because there's yeah. some really nice ones out there that are that are very potent. Wonderful tasting. And I, I would guarantee you, I can give you some flowers that was photo period and this auto flower. And if they're both nice tasting and, and both cured nice, nobody is going to be able to say, oh, this tastes like auto flower. You know, I Yo, taste the essence of no, no. I, I sure, guarantee you don't know. some of you uh, cats that are in states where dispensaries are available to you, I'm pretty sure y'all are getting some autos. Yes. I'll bet you're getting it on the regular basis. I'm pretty sure y'all are getting some autos. Y'all ain't getting all photos. So, I mean, and, and really, the, the the I think the 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 true testament to that is, and, and, and that's if these dispensaries are being honest, when you go and you look at their flower and you look at the THC levels that, you know, that they advertise on what they're giving you, they would be more consistent with autos. And that's my, my personal experience of going into, a, I've only been in like two or three dispensaries over in Cali. So, well, one in Cali and then I guess, yeah, we crossed over into Nevada. So 
Yeah. So I've been in, in two different states. That's just my personal experience. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just saying you in them dispensaries, you, you, you getting some autos out there. Now. And if you're running a business, they just make sense. You know, an auto flower, it's an easier grow schedule. You harvest it and the plant dies and that's it. You oh. know, so you can have multiple grow seasons with much easier success for, for the new grower that it just, it just really makes a lot of sense to go. Yeah. That and I will attest to that as a new grower, you know, I've only grown something on accident one time. You know, but to actually successfully from seed to harvest do this and the amount of like you said, the amount of time that it takes. Like I said, I got this. This is a 10 weeks, a week dry, you know, so whew, it's been curing for maybe two days and it's really not that much. So I probably don't have to go through as long as a curing process as you would if you were to uh, yield probably, say, three ounces, you know, four ounces or something like that. So, you know, I'm going to have a way sh- shorter curing time i'm sure because of the amount um but you know it's uh it's definitely definitely worth the undertaking i would say i hunt for those genetics too so i mean there's so much variety i I touched on that earlier like i said you know back in the day it just used to just be mexican weed you're smoking mexican mexican weed and you're happy to get it but now you can get so many type of flavors and essences you know from fuel to skunky to any kind of fruit that you can think of, you know, and different things to to touch on your yes. stress or to help you sleep or to help your creativity. You can really find find you a flower that that caters to your needs. And I'll throw in that it's not necessarily all about THC. I know there are people that would prefer, you know, they do have CBD autos where you can get, you know, straight CBD. So, you know, the doors are open for everybody. Even though it's very mainstream and you can get CBD just about anywhere, yes. you're going to gain extra satisfaction. If CBD works for you, then I would really encourage grow you to own. grow some yes. CBD plants because you, it's going to be that much more therapeutic. The whole experience, I will say, for me, there hasn't been that one stressful moment. You know what I mean? I was like, I, you know, of course, I'm, I'm thinking about them constantly because it's like a new experience for me. So I'm checking on them, you know, probably twice a day looking like, hey, what's up in here? You know, but I see those changes occurring so rapidly in the autoflower. But um, that's another fun thing about autoflowers is it, it, the satisfaction because they change so fast that you get to see. Yeah, man. And I, I love it. I swear by them. I swear by them. I wouldn't I wouldn't, uh, you know, I'll definitely do other things, you know, because like I said, I'm still learning. My first grow was a successful grow because I got something from it. Yes. Like I said, I like to say funny shit. You know, I say I <laughs> fucked up because, you know, I learned something. <clears throat> you know, I could have done better is, where, is why I say I fucked up. And I know I could have done better. And the only way I know is because I learned. So, boom. You got to, you know, take some things as a lesson in which I took a very valuable lesson from this. I made the switch because I had two, uh, two Skittles plants going. Once I saw that one was pretty much doing its thing but not necessarily producing and the other was kind of stagnant i said okay well this one that is producing and it's it's basically ready it didn't really produce much maybe a quarter <clears throat> i would say maybe a little bit more uh but you know boom did its thing so once i clipped that down and i looked at the roots which hit suggested checked out the root ball and saw like yo these shits like had nowhere near the space i had luckily the other one was still pretty much it's early flowering and i made a transplant and so far i've been looking at it and checking on it first couple of days it was kind of eh, i'm tired of looking at you but 
here lately, I've seen that, okay, you're, you're surviving. You've, you've got some signs of growth to where you might still do your thing. So we're going to let it ride out a couple more weeks. But yeah, man, it's, it's definitely, like you said, a therapeutic experience. I recommend anybody, if this is what you do, grow your own, man. Because like you said, you know what's in it. You know where it came from. I've gone, everything I've put in it has been organic, no chemicals. Um, I'm excited for my next grow. Oh, oh, but you were telling, you were telling everybody what you had. I know you said you had the, uh, you were burning the Gorilla Glue right now, right? Yes, so the Gorilla Glue came out really nice. And whatever, whatever other strain, it, it, the other random strain that, that ended up flowering kind of looks like an Afghani strain. But it, it, okay. it came out really nice, whatever it is. But uh, the ones that got, I got going now that are about in the middle of the flowering stage, I got some Bruce Banner. Okay. Uh, doing some Girl Scout cookies and, uh, uh, oh, and a couple more uh, glue. So I'm, I'm tr- yes, I'm trying, trying those again, see how, see how that comes out. And which they all look really nice. They they all look consistent, uh, as opposed to the last batch that I got. But um, the, this next uh, step around, as a matter of fact, I just put some seeds in uh, in some uh, pods today. So the the four that I planted today, I started two lemon kicks from Dutch Passion. Shout them and, out, okay? Again, yeah, shout them out. Yeah, definitely not not an endorsement. They're not they're not paying us for anything, but they, but they're just. They've been around for decades. On and top of their game. Their quality. Yeah. So, so they're a little more expensive, but I went ahead and, and, and put out for some of those. So it's Lemon Kicks going on. And then I started a Cinderella Jack. Ooh. And then also from Mephisto. Mephisto seeds are hard to find. So anybody anybody that's, that's new in autos, Mephisto only does autos. They specialize in autos and they do some custom. Shout auto, out Mephisto. Custom auto flowers. Yeah. So, so Mephisto does some dope stuff. So I got some um, alien versus triangle, Ooh. and uh, that that's supposed to be one of their heavier hitters as far as THC percentage. So that's that's what I was on the hunt for. So I, I landed a few of those. So like I said, the, the, this, I think they intentionally make their seeds scarce so as to keep them valuable. They don't just put them out there and flood the market, which makes great sense. When you got something that's worth it like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I got going on right now. Damn, that sounds good. Well, I'm definitely like, like I said, I'm still, I still got my two, I still got two more Skittles cooking. I don't have as much space as you, but I'm really looking forward to my Northern Lights grow. That's going to be my next one. I'm probably about two months out. And that's the beautiful thing about auto flowers is you can grow year round. going and have multiple harvests. Yeah, definitely. Well, I have a tent. Um, I will, I will shout out uh, Spider Farmer. On their on their uh, products because they have done me wonderful. I got the uh, two by two. Yeah, I got the two by two grow tent kit. Came with the light, all of that good shit. The carbon filter, just and everything you need to get going. Came with everything you need to get going. The only thing I would recommend is they come with what is it? Four of the three and a half gallon bags. I suggest you say fuck that and just go get you some five gallons. If that if if you're doing what you know if if you're growing you know some marijuana, that's what you do. You get the you get the five gallon, hands down, no question. You're doing something else, then then the three and a half may suit your needs. But yeah, for right. Future yeah, if you if you're growing plants, you're growing tomatoes and strawberries and shit. You know, this three and a half will probably do you right. You know, but uh, yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm growing some weed in this motherfucker. I need five <laughs> gallons. Found that out the hard way. But yeah, I found that shit out the hard way. Yeah, like you said, but it's a valuable lesson learned. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm not. I, I wasn't. I wasn't upset at all. 
like I said, because I got something out of it, which is cool. It's always cool to see your first thing, you know, like, hey, yo, this shit. And like I said, I just look at this jar, like, yo, I grew this shit. And now that I'm smoking it, I'm like, yo, this shit is hitting. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I'm definitely excited to do more. I want to, you know, I want to get my buds tighter. I want to, you know, find out how to do that. Um, which are, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty, they're fluffy, they're thick. But, you know, I want to figure out how to get the nice tight ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's the whole art to that, too. Even I'm working on it. I, I think part of it is the the LEDs. And I'm sure, like, the professional grow-ops, the corporate grow-ops have, have, you know, commercial quality that they spend thousands thousands of dollars on. So Because back in the day when I was using uh, metal halide and, and high-pressure sodium lights, basically the street lights that you see, it's just uh, the... The regular lights and then also like the 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 orange colored lights yeah that's that's what the, that's what those are so you use a mixture of those back in the day gotcha they grow fantastic weed i mean i grew some of the stinkiest densest thickest buds that i've ever had in my life i ordered some uh, chronic seeds back in the day that's when when the actual strain chronic was really really hidden so i was determined to get have me some real real chronic and the only way to have some real, real is to grow it yourself. I feel you on that, man. And I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, but um, man, it's like, like I said, I'm looking forward to to my next grow, which is going to be the Northern Lights. Like I said, I'm probably about two months out because I got to let both of these other flowers run because I just wanted, I want to dedicate the tent to just one plant and see and just see how much I can get out of one. You know what I mean? Just because I feel like they have to share that little bit of space, um, which I mean, the plants are, they're, they're meant to be short. Anyway, but it's the thickness and the width. I want to maximize the width of the plant to get the max light exposure to all of the bud sites that I can. Um, so that's what I want to do. It's it's strain dependent too. Like I said, there's different factors, and I, that's why I'm hunting. I'm on the hunt for different different strains and playing with, with with several different ones right now because I want to I want I want to perfect one and come, yeah. have one come out real nice on a consistent basis. And grow your own shit. You know, you're getting some good shit. It's it's like you said, it's therapeutic. It really is something to sit back and, and see your your own product and be like, yo, like, yo, this this some shit. Like this some shit I would have, you know, got off of the street. You know what I mean? Like just growing the plant. It's out there. You can do it. And so I like I really envy a lot of you uh legit states. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'm like, yo, you motherfuckers, shit. Like, how is it there? I, I still don't understand how, how it's not popping here in Texas. But, you know, to each his own. To each his own. Y'all ain't stopping me. No. You know, and I think they got more important things to worry about than us having a few plants of personal use. It's not we, like we're trying to flood the hood. With yeah. It. Hell no. Y'all can't get none of my shit. Crazy. Yeah, no, that's it, shit. Nope. It's <laughs> <laughs> for me. Yeah, it is all mine, shit. Yeah. I don't care how much it grow. It's mine. No. <laughs> At all. No, I'm stingy with the shit. Now, if you come through and you're a guest and all of that or whatever, okay, you can partake, but you ain't going home with nothing. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm like, that's my shit. Now, when, what would you give uh, as, as a couple of tips, maybe maybe two to three tips, what would you give um, your beginner grower tips? At? I say first and foremost, start with genetics. If you get you some fire seeds, you're going to have some good results. And I would say for sure, go with soil. 
if you're a brand new grower, you've never tried it, tried it before, don't jump into hydro because that's on a whole other level. It's not, you can learn how to do it, but for your first grow, you definitely want to grow soil. Get you a good quality light. Again, back to doing your research, but get you a good quality light and just pay attention to details. Now, that's a little bit more than, than three. That makes four. But I mean, really, it, it all goes together. But really, so genetics, get you a good good quality light and then grow in soil. There you go. And those, man, honestly, I would say those are those three tips are amazing because that's pretty much what what I did, and that's what got me what over here choking. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, <laughs> I, I co-signed those three tips, man. Because, and again, it's it's really I will go back to saying it's a lifestyle, it's a culture. So you'll meet a lot of cool people. Um, I like the fact that it's not so taboo and underground anymore, where you can be a little more right free and people don't look at you crazy because i've always said to people like like when they find out that i smoke and shit and they look at me crazy i've always been like well yo i don't look at you crazy because you don't smoke you know what i'm saying like or i don't look at i don't look at you crazy because you you take percocet with your wine when you get right. home and, and for me it's not even about that it's like yo i'm still the same person that you knew five minutes ago before you found out i was smoking weed like you know what i'm saying so so like, you know what's funny in the in the last several years, it's more taboo to smoke a cigarette than it is weed now. For real, bro. For real, <laughs> yo, I'm t- yo, I be, yo, and I'm and see, I'm a cigarette smoker. You know what I'm saying? Which is a nasty habit. I'm t- don't do that, y'all. But yo, I do find it like odd, or you know what I'm saying? I have a little anxiety about smoking certain places. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, well, damn. You know what I'm saying? I don't want y'all looking at me crazy because I'm over here smoking my cigarette. I ain't trying to fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm doing me. Right. You know. So, but yeah, like you said, I definitely agree with that shit, man. Pretty soon you're gonna need a spaceship to go smoke a cigarette. I mean, did you see, you saw where they're trying to outlaw really? menthols, right? No, I did not see that. Uh, basically, what they were trying to do, what they're trying to say is like the menthol flavor entices people to smoke, or it makes it easier for them to smoke. Really? You know. So, so they want to, you know. At, to me, and and I don't, I I really hate the racist and racism aspect of every damn thing, every subject that comes up. Everything is racist, but I really think that that's what they were trying to imply is that that too many people in the hood are are smoking Newports, so let's make menthols illegal, and maybe that'll stop them from smoking. That's kind of the vibe. And, you know, somebody else might see it a different way or I mean, it's not a bad thing for people to stop smoking. Right. But it was just it was kind of funny. Like, why are you why are you targeting menthols and what are you really saying here? Right. Because, I mean, it's just like just ban cigarettes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm going to ban menthol cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? And see, like, this is where we get deep, y'all. I can see what people would say, like, oh, this is racist. You know, but but I would just, you know, digress to what you said and be like, yo, if, if people are racist and they want to get rid of black people, why would you try to stop black people from smoking cigarettes? It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, motherfuckers in the hood, it's not, it's not making them live any longer by smoking menthols, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> so how does that go hand in hand? Like that, like that shit wouldn't line up to me. So, you know, I guess, you know, I, again, I can see where people would get that idea, but, you know, I, I wouldn't go down that rabbit hole. I'm going to get a comment on that one. Go ahead. Please do. You are listening to Out the Box with Petey Popoff. But yeah, oh, we, you, you know, we, we get into a, 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 a world of, of cancel culture right now. And then I've been hearing some crazy shit. This guy on Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the guy, Ugh. is an admitted rapist Ugh. from what I hear. You know, and I, I, Why is this guy not canceled? I, I used to listen to 
to Breakfast Club on you know on, on occasion. I'm sorry, dude. That Charlemagne is just one of the biggest race baiting bigots on air, man. He gets away with with saying whatever the hell he wants to, man. It's it's ridiculous. It's over the line. Often it's over the I'm line. I'm saying like this this man is a, is is a known rapist. Like he admittedly talked about putting some shit in a girl's drink on air. From what I'm hearing, I gotta go and do my research. So y'all don't blast me in the comments, but like I'm hearing this from multiple sources though. So I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Uh, but yeah, so I guess you could look up the court case. I guess he had a court case where he had uh, drugged and raped the young lady, pleaded no contest or some shit. But this guy's still walking around. He uh, did a brief little thing on the radio about it uh, a little while back, and then they swept that shit under the rug. Where's cancel culture? You know where to be found. Where's it at when you need yeah, it? It's only when it's convenient. It's only when it's somebody on the opposing team. You know what I'm saying? You know, when it when it's one of your own, it's like, oh no, we'll 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 look the other way. I think he needs to be canceled. They need to he needs to cancel his ass. Cancel him. Yeah, I'm, I'm with He's that. A I'm 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 no f- fan of Charlemagne. You know, I don't give I don't give a fuck. I mean, like I don't get like I don't really too much. Like I'm not really too much for his antics or whatever. Like I, you know, I don't really pay too much attention to the guy um, in that aspect. You know, as far as like him on the Breakfast Club and stuff like that. Like I've caught you know shows here and there. I you know people on YouTube every now and then. So. But like I don't really necessarily agree with the role he plays in that in that cast on the Breakfast Club. Like he's pretty much he does that donkey of the day, but like he's a jackass every day to me. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? He's an antagonist. He's an antagonist to the fullest. <clears throat> so for me, it's like I never really I did I didn't care for him anyway. But so like regardless of what the man's saying, I'm just like his actions though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what you've done. You say whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, because, you know, I'm up here on a podcast saying shit, so I really can't talk about how a motherfucker talk and what they say yeah. and how they approach their, uh, you know, their spotlight in the media or whatever. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So I can't, whatever. Whatever's whatever in that regard. I'm not going to talk about how he uses his shit because yeah. I'm going to use my shit in a different way. You feel me? So, but as far as his actions and like what the shit is about, like, yo, you're a fucking rapist. What are you doing on a syndicated radio station? Like, fuck out of here. That's just me, though. You that's know. just me, and and that's you know. that's that's where just cancel culture and the whole woke wokeness movement in general is just so hypocritical to me because it's always like if you're gonna have a standard, then do it across the board. It's the same like with like with the Me Too movement. There was a good minute, you know, where it was like believe all women, you know, anytime they shout rape, you know, anytime which with. If somebody is going to make an accusation, they're going to make an allegation, then by all means, listen to them, try and gather evidence, you know, try and take a common sense approach and try and try and come to a conclusion and get some facts. But when it's someone that's an obvious victim on the other side of the political spectrum and the moment they start to mention that they're the victim and all somebody has to say is, oh, she's she's full of shit, or oh, she's lying, or oh, you know, she's guilty of this, or she it was her fault. Or, what happened to believe all women? Yeah. What happened to me too? You know, it's only when it's con- it's only when it's convenient. Yeah, man. I, I think that's that's everybody and everything. I think regardless of the uh, side of the fence you stand on, and that's the crazy part, yo. It's like there's such a divide. And I don't. I, I really don't. Wanna, uh, we'll get into that shit, but. Yeah, I don't want to get too. Deep. Well, that's why we're here. Yeah. You don't want to get into it, but we're gonna have to. Get yeah, into we'll, it. you know, it's a, we'll, we'll get into that shit. But it's like it's like it's just so much of a fucking. It's a, it's crazy to me because it's a it's a divide. Um, 
that really doesn't exist. It exists, but it doesn't exist. It's so superficial. You know where it, where it mainly exists is in social media and online because the average people out here are not feuding like they are on Twitter. On Twitter, it's a pathetic wasteland of political ideas and, and, and rhetoric, you know. But in real life, I would like to believe for the most part, most people are like me and you to where if they disagree on something, you know, they're not going to try and ruin each other's lives or I'm not trying to get you fired. I'm not trying to show up at your house threatening your family, you know. Yeah, it's just like, okay, we disagree. <laughs> like, yeah, but there's that's it. But yeah. the funny thing is, is like if people took the time, there's so much more shit that they probably agree on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just the focus is just on, you know, well, we disagree on this shit, though. Yes. But so, mother, like we just talked about a hundred other things that we was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get to this one thing and now right. you're ready to slip my throat. Right. Exactly. You, know? <laughs> you know, a prime example was was President Trump. There you go. You know, you could agree on on so many things, whether whether, you know, it's it's violence or it's racism or, yeah, let's all work together to solve A, B and C. And and oh by the way, I, I support President Trump. You racist Nazi white supremacist, you're everything un right. man, we were just chilling a minute ago. We just got through smoking a joint. How I'm the same person like, I was two minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> yes, dude. I'm telling you, it's just the media has done its job well because it's 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 trigger words now. Yes. There's certain words that you just say and then it's just oh, like you say shit, racism. You say racism. Like, boom, it's just like a trigger word. White supremacy, boom, it's a trigger word. Terrorists, it's a trigger word. You know what I'm saying? It's like a certain shit that you, that they have done a very good job at turning into trigger words where it just automatically puts people in a certain mindset. You know what I mean? And it's sad because it's like nobody's thinking for themselves. And at the same time, it's diluted the words too because now you call somebody a racist, you know, and everything's racist. How, you know, I heard Dr. Fauci saying that covid was was racist in essence. That's not exactly what he says. Don't don't you know people don't go like don't quote. That's not what he said. Paraphrasing. <laughs> You're canceled. <I'm> paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he basically said you know that that it, that it was it was racist. You know, and that um, man, it's there's certain hoods that are not going to have the access to medical care and high quality facilities that other other places do. And the ones with the more expensive facilities, um, unfortunately, if it's in a white neighborhood, that's too damn bad. Get yourself in a better neighborhood, man. Go, I mean, do something about your situation. There's there's quality medical care out there. You know, you know, there's no excuse for that shit. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll see. Now, here's why I'm gonna give you some pushback on that. Now, in essence, COVID itself, the virus, no, it's not racist. But when we go to look at a lot of these places where we say, okay. We know that there is poor health care in these locations, right? Yes. We know this. Yeah. Would you agree that a lot of those locations are there by design? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so, so, so that's why I would give you some pushback and be like, well, yo, these locations are there by design. And, you know, over generations of time, cer certain people have been forced into certain locations and then blocked off and blocked in by suburbs. Developments moved and the yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Now, regardless of who lives in the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? This is just what's happening. Now, we can we can add a race element to it and say this or whatever, whatever, but it's more to me an economic thing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
when you have that, like, so again, that's why I would, I would only give the pushback in an economic sense where it's like, well, yo, these neighborhoods were created for a reason so that you have haves and have nots because that's how a capitalist society has to work. You got to have, you know, people and commodities to actually capitalize on without consumers in the market. So you have to, in a sense, create consumers in a certain sense. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So you created these consumers who necess- aren't necessarily going to, because they are consumers in the market, which everybody's a consumer to a degree, but you know, you know, certain people in these conditions have more of a prop- propensity to be a consumer because they don't have the, um, uh, not necessarily so much disposable income. So it's like, yo, as soon as they get it, it's gone. So I would say those people in those situations aren't going to have that access to that healthcare. Um, it's just, it's just, a, it's a, it's a chain of, a, it's a chain of events that leads to a lack of opportunities. But then that's why you got a lot of people that's like, well, yo, let's develop these neighborhoods, let's develop this and develop that. It's like, yeah, that's a good, what you would want to do in essence, but that doesn't work for everybody. I don't think for the powers that be, for the power structure that exists right now, I don't think that is it is conducive to not have those neighborhoods. You see what I'm saying? Now we could always argue about who they're going to put in those neighborhoods or whatever. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But they they have to exist. They absolutely but they, right. They 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 got. I that's just my opinion on. It. You know what I'm saying? I feel like though without those neighborhoods, there's like you can't have too much of a middle class. No, because no. what is because then that as that necessarily as you shrink the lower class, it's only takeaway. Only you know what I'm saying? You can only give and take so much in this in this kind of system. So it, it really just goes to opportunity and how you make choices in life. I think because the system is what it is. It's not going anywhere. So it, it, I think it just boils down to choices. You know what I'm saying? How do you get out of their neighborhood, though, is what I would ask. Cryptos. <laughs> yep. Time to go to financial advice. That would be a good segue straight up. Out the box with Petey Popoff. But financial, no, not advice, not financial advice. <laughs> what can we call this? What, what, do, what do you want to call Because I don't want to call it finan- the financial advice segment, because then we're going to get in trouble for that shit. <laughs> the, the crypto corner. It's, well, no, because it's not just just about cryptos. It's it's we're we're just going to discuss fin- finance in general. Free free finance thoughts is what we're going to call this. Free finance thoughts, something like that. You know, so that way y'all know that we're not um, financial advisors by any means. I am not an accountant. None of that good shit. So disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. I ain't none of that. I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night, though. Oh, see? So that might count for something. That accounts for something. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on who you ask, man. That shit, that might be all, all that's required. But, yo, I would want to say in um, terms of free financial thoughts, I think it is imperative that everybody begin to understand money. If you want to get out of the neighborhood, I guess, understand money for what it is and understand that it's a tool. Just like a screwdriver. Just like a drill, it serves a purpose. And of course, you got to pay your bills. And that purpose is not to own as many Nikes and, and as, ma- as many Yeezys as, as, as you can get. Right. Man. I mean, it's that there's more to life than that. On, on the financial note, man, like really use money as a tool, man. And, and really, it's crazy because I can only drop gems that my pops used to drop on me that I'm, I'm now understanding. And, and, you know, now they're like my fucking... By my Bible, you know what I'm saying, that I live by. But yeah, money is a tool, straight up. Al. Um, yeah, just use it for what it's for, man. You use that money to make more money. You got to pay your bills. You got to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that good shit. So you know you got money going out. That's the system. That's how it's set up. But what you do with the rest of that shit is up to you. And like like my man Hits just said, the Nikes they ain't gonna do it. They lose value. Invest. Get you a business going. You know, find what you really like to do and turn that shit into a business. 
and be legitimate with it. You know, if you're a good salesman, you can sell anything. Period. And it doesn't take a ton of money these days now to get started. Like if you're gonna little, open your little Robin Hood account and and throw a little twenty, fifty dollars in there and learn just learn how it works. Learn the basics of how charts work. And then once you start delving into it, you're gonna see, oh, this this is not as complicated as I thought. There's a lot to it. You're not gonna be a genius. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not rich, but I'm, yeah, but I'm better off than I was a few years ago because I've, I've worked hard and I've studied hard and I do my own research, you know, and, and I'm in a better position than I was a few years ago. And that's really the key to, to all of it, man. Again, you know, we always going to lean back on do your own research, but yeah, man, it's, 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 it's not hard. You got to do your due diligence. It's really something that they should be teaching you in high school. But again, I really wish they would have. I wish they would have taught me something back then. I know that. Man, I remember we did one little thing on the stock market, you know, but it's I would say at that. It's not it's, they did the project. I'll give them that. OK, yeah, we did the project. These are the stock. You know, we actually had to get the newspaper and actually look at the stock exchange. And say, yeah, I just said newspapers. Y'all, we had to get them shits. So uh, they still exist, though. I got I got a newspaper the other day. Shout out and rest in peace to the officers that passed over here in Eden, Texas, uh, you know, doing their job, man. So I'm going to shout, shout them out. Uh, rest in peace. Shout out to families. Condolences. So, yeah, we got new newspapers and all of that and had to do, you know, like track a couple of stocks, buy, say, buy, whoop, whoop, that shit. But it wasn't nothing that was like serious, nothing that they like drilled home. Like it should have been like as soon as you hit middle school, like, boom, we're, you're doing this every year. You know, like this is this is a life skill. Like there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. Like you will know this. I don't give a fuck about algebra. If you want to know algebra and you plan on being a carpenter, okay, we got a classroom for you over there. But this stock shit and this market shit, like, like this is mandatory before you leave up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So I, I'm definitely, I plan on making it a point here. Um, as soon as my daughter graduates, boom, we're, we're sitting down and we're starting, you know, hey, I'm going to get them on. And they, they are, you know, my kids got money. So I'm like, hey, now it's time to uh, start investing. You know, you graduated, you know, you want your own apartment, you want this, that, and the third, you want to live life. I get that cool. But in the meantime, let me show you this. Because, I mean, they already have the little gems that I'm giving them now and showing them what I'm doing. But I really want to sit down and have them open their own accounts and things like that, like you was mentioning. But thankfully, crypt- cryptos is a is a young a young science. You know, it's a young industry still. And uh, you do see a lot of the younger crowd as being knowledgeable and being aware and, you know, they're aware of trends, you know, absolutely they're on top of every single trend. So, so in that aspect, they, I, I think they are getting more exposure than, than we did at a younger Definitely. age. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That shit. I might, I might give them a little starter fun, you know, but I mean, for the most part, like, Hey, you using your bread. <laughs> yeah. That, that'll take it on another level. I mean, cause they'll be more emotionally involved if it's their own money. It'll be more re- rewarding to see that grow for sure. Man, and y'all, y'all teach your daughters about financial independence, financial freedom, and financial education. Right now, as far as cryptos as an industry, the majority of the of the investors are male. It's like over over 90% of the investors, it's a male-dominated industry. And I mean, money is money. You know, there's lots of there, there's lots of intelligent females that know how to manage money. Y'all get in, y'all get into cryptos for real. Ladies, go get it. Go get it. Please do. Because, I mean, you know, and, you know, once it's like once women really enter into enter into any marketplace, man, I mean, the growth is just going to be exponential, 
exponential because they just have a different finesse about how they do things. They do, yeah. you know. They they react they react differently. They would they would have a I think a slightly different approach to the march to the market as opposed to like you know maybe some uh, testosterone feel aggressive investors like myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel you. I'm yeah, I'm with you on that one. You know, sometimes you need a little finesse to it. Cause I'm definitely looking like, hey, yo, what can I swoop up? Like, yo, get a word. Hey, you doing that, right? Man, I'm a I'm a Taurus, boy. I love me a bull market. Hey, I feel you on that, bro. Cause I'm I'm looking like, hey, man, look here. Where's what's what's cheap right now? Oh, you oh you on sale? Clearance, blue light special, like they used to do back in Walmart in the day. You shit, got the blue light special on that shit right now. Let me get it. And I mean, these days, if you on your phone, man, you can set it to where it gives you a freaking. It gives you a notification when it hit a certain price or a certain level. I'll be like, yo, you ain't even got to do nothing. Oh, yeah. You're you know, on you, your phone anyway. Get off the gram. Stop looking at right. your titties. Yeah. You know, spend a yo, few and, minutes on your Robin Hood account. Yeah. And you know what? I will plug. Um, I'm, I'm big into uh, Femex right now. I'm, I'm going to um, recommend that shit to folks. I might put my little link in there and see if I can get some little bread and y'all get some bread. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm trading on Femex right now. It's uh well, this is going to be, I'm going to say, for more experienced traders. You know what I'm saying? And again, this is not advice. No financial advice. I am working with Femex right now. And what I like about it is that it allows you to long and short. Do not, uh, see, I'm trading, uh, I'm doing some contract trading over here. So again, this is going to be for more advanced. That's an advanced topic. Right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this is <laughs> keep your training wheels on. If you're new at it, don't take your training right. wheels off. Yet. But, you know, I will, if you are more, a little more advanced and you know what you're doing, I would recommend getting over to Femex because it's uh, what was that shit they used to do back in the day? Uh, set it and forget it. That little rotisserie shit. It's one of them things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh -huh. that's what I, that's what I like about it. Um, you can do you can long, you can short buy and sell. <laughs> let me yeah let me you know what i'm saying i gotta keep it keep it light um for for the for the newer investors which is nothing wrong with being a new investor if you're new if you're a new investor that means you're a good investor because you're taking a step in the right direction okay so i'm not shitting on y'all let me just put that out there too that's another disclaimer but i, I do got to remember sometimes some of the jargon may go over heads but yeah i'm doing a little contract trading um over here but it allows you to set it and forget it man you set your stop loss you set your, uh, your your profit target or where you want to take profit and you set it and forget it. And what one of the tricks I do is I look at what my liquidation is going to be. And I always set my stop loss, uh, you know, a pretty good distance from my, my liquidation price. You know what I'm saying? So you just again, that's just me and what I do. Don't do what I do if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. OK, disclaimer, disclaimer. But yeah, my um, oh shit, my shit is looking right right now. Yeah, and I and I just got on here. I just transferred a little uh, a little Bitcoin over because I wanted to see how it worked. This is like I've only been on the platform for about a week. You know what I'm saying? And I put I put my trading wheels on with this shit. I transferred over a little little Bitcoin into uh, a trading account here on Femex. There's bonuses you can get if you do certain shit. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to see how it works, and I'm in love with it right now. So I am just going to give them a little plug. And like I said, on this, you know, in the platform, I might go ahead and throw the little link in there for y'all. So y'all can get a little $10 or some shit and I can get a little $10 or whatever. But yeah, man, yo, hits Femex, man. You should check it out. I'll definitely do that. I'll use the link. Yeah, because I, I know you'll you'll get on here and be like, oh, word. <laughs> and it's not just Bitcoin. Um, You can do spot trading. You can do contract uh, trading. They got all kinds of different. Uh, Let me go to the markets and just look because I just happen to be on here. 
uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Chainlink, Doge. I'm a big fan of tools in general. Like I mean, you know, like I like to have a lot of tools. Oh yeah, definitely, man. And and, the, and really, be, simply because not every coin is on every market, and this is why I think. In the last episode, you told him, like, yo, you're going to need multiple apps. Right. Not every coin is on every market. So, like, you can't just go to one place and then everything's available. Yes. Like, I did recommend Coinbase as a beginner stage because you can earn and learn. You know what I'm saying? And, yo, I'm going to hit up Coinbase, man, because I'm going to keep saying that shit and they're going to they gonna, they gonna give us something, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As soon as we get these listeners to the right number, we're going to start putting the sign of the mute button on a lot of these people. But... <laughs> Yeah, yep. but yeah, you can trade, man. You can get a. Uh, they got Bat. They got Neo on. You can do Grit. They got Maker over here. Of course, they got the top three. Like I said, Bitcoin, Ethereum. They got Litecoin on here, and that's all spot trading, contract trading. You can do uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Doge. Which I'm yo. I need to get on that shit. Ooh, I'll be making a killing. Um, yo, Cardano. Uh, which I really like Cardano right now. Again, I'm not giving anybody any advice. I like Cardano right now. Uh, I got in early, so and there's a there's a, a lot of people that that do. I sh- I should have bought some on this last day. Yeah, hey, if you, hey, hey, check it out, and when you when you see the right entry, do it. I think I'm gonna have to. I'm I'm telling that to hits. I ain't telling that to y'all. Okay, so <laughs> y'all just happened to hear the conversation. Y'all just happened to hear what we talk. Exactly. I ain't I ain't you telling. You overheard it to y'all. us. I'm, at at McDonald's over quarter pounders, you just happen to overhear that. That's what overhear you heard. that shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I said that shit to hits. I am not talking to y'all. Y'all just happen <laughs> to be privy to the conversation. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, if you see if you see a, a, a nice a nice spot for you, I'm I'll tell you that. You know, but I ain't telling y'all that. Yo, y'all heard what we said, uh, daughters. That's yeah, and that was a big one. That was that was powerful hits. Big ups on that one. Daughters, man, get get your daughters financially literate. And it's not about not needing a man. It's about, you know, being independent. There's a difference in between being independent and not needing a man. Okay. And this is about being independent. Everybody should be financially independent. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> There's room out there, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I said what I said. And y'all got to figure out the million dollar question that I posed. But I said what I said. I'm going to stand on it. And there's a way out of that shit. And a lot of people are walking proof of that. So we're going to wrap it up here on Out the Box, y'all. I want to definitely thank my man Hits for being here with me. You know how we do. Man, shout out uh, MBI Media Network and uh, uh, Earwax Productions, man, for sure. Earwax for putting us yes, on. Yes, thank you, Earwax. And, yo, if you check check out the Earwax Facebook page, man, because there'll be some funny shit on there. And I keep noticing different subscribers, uh, you know, damn near every day. We've been getting some likes lately. I'm not sure what's going on, but, like, like we started to get some, some good traffic on our little earwax page over there on our on our Facebook, on Facebook. Yeah, on the Facebook earwax, man. So y'all check that out. There's some little funny stuff over there, and of course we had a few episodes of uh, of uh, Beatbox on there. You know, where I was doing my thing. We kind of just converted it to this podcast form. We might get back to a little bit of that, man. We'll see how things play. You know what I'm saying? Because I know eventually somebody's gonna be asking me about some music, and we'll probably do some of that too. But yo, again, shout all y'all out, man. Peace, y'all. And before I go. Do your research. Do it. All right, y'all. We out. Out the box. Out the box with Petey Popoff. An Earwax production.